0: Check who's on the track next, never half fast, right.
1: right. Under my leadership, we had the most secure border in US history by far. We replaced catch and release with detain and deport. One of my most successful policies was Title 42, which allowed for instant expulsion of any illegal alien who crossed our borders. Anybody, if they were bad, we got them out, we got them out fast. Those who trespassed into our country could be immediately sent back to the place from which they came. Every would-be illegal border crosser knew that with Donald Trump in the White House, our border was closed. It was absolutely closed, and they had no chance of getting in, and therefore they didn't come. When Joe Biden came into office, he terminated every successful border policy that was put into place, including Remain in Mexico, one of the best of them all, deliberately throwing open the borders and instituting catch and release and resettling untold millions and millions of illegal aliens into the United States. They're now your neighbors. Congratulations. Now, Joe Biden is preparing to remove the last remnants of my Title 42 policy. Just a few weeks from now, wiping out the few remaining shreds of our southern border. Hundreds of thousands of people will pour in that day And the judge already said that's what's going to happen. This will mean complete and total mayhem and utter lawlessness and unlimited numbers of fraudulent asylum seekers flood into the United States. Unchecked. They are unchecked. Nobody has any idea where they come from. They don't know if they're healthy, if they're sick, if they're insane or if they're coming from prisons. Already tens of thousands of illegal aliens have massed on the Mexican side of the border. They're getting ready to storm across the moment Title 42, which is so important, is officially gone. Can you believe they're getting rid of it? And when that happens, countless more will charge in from all over the world. They're coming from all over the world. And some of the states, like California, are saying, come in and we give you free health care, free education. People hear that from other countries. They say, well, that sounds good to me. And they're making a mass charge toward our border. It's absolute lunacy. It will be a mass resettlement of millions and millions of illegal aliens into your communities. And the invasion will be aided, abetted, and facilitated by the Biden administration's every step of the way every path they take will be made easier by Biden. Congress should move immediately to choke off and terminate all funding for catch and release. We should ban Joe Biden and the communists and the administration from using a single federal taxpayer dollar to set loose illegal aliens into the United States. Now is the time. We have to fight to make sure our country survives, because our country cannot take two more years of this invasion. And when I take the oath of office on January 20th, 2025, we will immediately begin the process of fully securing the border and removing the illegal aliens Joe Biden has unlawfully allowed to break into our country. Thank you very much.
0: Yo, what's up? It's Ronnie B, Pro17 Podcast. Thanks for checking out the video once again. Happy hump day to everybody out there. Hope everybody's doing well. God bless you guys uh, for spending some time with me and tuning in to the Pro17 Thoughtcast. Uh, for the new viewers, I'm Ronnie B. This is Pro17. Pro17 stands for Proverbs 1 Seven in the scriptures, which reads, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Do not be a fool. We deal with facts and not feelings here on this channel. The world is going absolutely bonkers, bananas right now. Uh, some good news, I guess, somehow, if you want to think about it, which we're going to talk about today. Apparently, the, uh, the DOJ and the FBI uh, have been notified that they have been subpoenaed for a potential witness, uh, excuse me, whistleblower that's blowing a whistle against Joe Biden from a foreign national. We're going to talk about that. Uh, and that's part of this sh- disgrace of the current administration, but you know, you saw my man Trump there in the intro and shout out to Donald Trump. Again, he's looking very energized. He's saying the right things. Uh, he is the only one right now that is the America first candidate, in my opinion. Now we can talk about DeSantis as well. Uh, I have a little bit of a hypothesis and I kind of want your feedback. I was talking to my wife about this. I want y'all to let me know in the chat. Hit me a bit what you think about this. If you're watching live or if you're watching on replay. Back in the day about a year ago, year and a half ago, there was uh, on InfoWars, I forget the guy's name, the one lawyer, um got to forget his name, but um he came up with the hypothesis saying that DeSantis and Trump were going to run on the same ticket and I did a whole video on that how I felt like that was actually a brilliant idea that Trump would be the president, DeSantis would be the vice president, uh Trump would handle most of the international global geopolitics side of things. DeSantis would handle more of the local national stuff, because if you look at the records and you look at the way they both govern, it seems like a perfect fit match made in heaven. Uh, You know, I, I used to call DeSantis baby Trump. He's definitely one of those guys that, you know, I mean, everything down to the mannerisms of how he talks like Trump. You know what I'm saying? Uh, He wouldn't have got elected if it wasn't for Trump and all that. But then that kind of went out of the window. Everybody all of a sudden stopped talking about that scenario and started saying, hey, you know what? Well, maybe. DeSantis is going to run on his own. And so now he's getting backed by Jeb Bush. He's getting backed by the Lincoln Project. Uh, you know, basically all these came McCain uh, Republican types, you know, Mitch McConnell, uh, Fox News wants to back DeSantis instead of Donald Trump. So we're seeing all this thing. And then you got Donald Trump out here talking about Ron DeSantis and all this kind of stuff. But let me ask you a question. Could it be possible that that possibility of them running on the same ticket is still alive and is still valid? And let me tell you why. Trump, as they say, plays this four dimensional chess and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, I thought about this today because I'm going to play a video where Donald Trump, about a week ago, he was doing an interview with Chip Kelly on, on a uh, Newsmax, and he's talked about this very thing that's happening today about the DOJ and the FBI being corrupt and blah, 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 blah. And then a week later, all of a sudden, this stuff starts coming out with the control that the Democratic Party and the uniparty establishment people the deep state have over all the industries of entertainment and news media outlets. Don't you guys find it a little bit shocking or sus that all these leaks are coming out against the regime. Think about that. They are trying to silence all of us truthers. even now they have these potential bills that are going to shut down rumble and any other dissenting type of of truth or websites um, and and, and individuals that have a good following that are going to say anything against the regime. You know, they're scaring us with this thing that happened in Brazil, if you haven't heard. Brazil, you know, with their installed, you know, communist Marxist president they put in over there recently. They're putting that internet bill in over there in Brazil, but people are saying it's gonna happen over here. I don't I don't really know if that's the case. I think if they really had full control of the people and of the situation that they would already uh that they wouldn't be trying to scare us so much. But anyway, to get back to the thing about DeSantis, if if Trump is playing four or five dimensional chess. Then he wouldn't let his cars be known. And the reason why I say this again is because they're saying that Ron DeSantis hasn't announced his bid for presidency yet because, you know, he's trying to get that bill passed in, in Florida so that he can still be governor while he runs for president. But what if he's not running for president because he never wants to run for president? What if it's because he's going to be, uh, Donald Trump's vice president? And what would be a bigger shock to the system of America and especially the establishment if that one golf day that Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis had way back about a year or two ago in Mar-a-Lago—what if that was some sort of an agreement? Because to me, look, I know that we say that Ron DeSantis is an establishment type guy, but we never really said that up until what happened right now. Some of you are going to say, "Well, look, man, you know, he yes, he did these kinds of things, and and, and he's and he's putting in Israeli hate speech laws." People don't like Trump, too, because he was doing the thing uh, like as anomaly. And some people say, well, how can I vote for him? He's just a vaccine salesman. You guys are not really thinking like logically and and being intellectually honest about the situation of what it takes to run a country and what it takes to be a president of the United States. You don't think you have to play ball with some of these people to get some things that you want a scratch your back, scratch mine type of situation? I mean, I I, I don't really I, I understand the frustration with Trump and the vaccine stuff. But at the same time, there's, there's a couple of factors to be considered here. First of all, he didn't know too much about this and that. But if he got donations from Big Pharma, dude, Big Pharma is, is running the country, really. If we talk about the corporatocracy. Okay, so they, they're the ones that are calling the shot. So you cannot just go out there and completely alienate all of the corporations. Amen, yes or no? Donald Trump is a businessman and a master negotiator. And again, a, an expert chess player in real life, if you didn't know that. So what if all these things that are unfolding and these leaks that are coming out and Ron DeSantis hasn't announced his bid for presidency yet is because, like I said, maybe there is a chance that they're going to run on the same ticket. And if they run on the same ticket and they don't announce until the last minute, boom, all of a sudden. Deep state is shook. I think FBI and DOJ is shook. We're going to get into that right now. So I don't know. That's just a little rant about what I think. And I think it's still a possibility, you know, uh. You you look at the things that that DeSantis is doing right now with the death penalty for rapists, the two guys are too much alike. You know what I'm saying? They're they're alike, but they're enough different. And I think in a presidential situation, it'll give Ron DeSantis some experience uh, as being in, in in the White House and having some sort of like national, uh, you know, government going on with, under his belt. Get that experience for four years as the vice president, and again handle most of the the national, regional affairs uh, of the of the Trump administration while while Trump can focus here and sit here and take care of all the geopolitics and and really focus on destroying and dismantling the deep state. I don't know. What y'all think about that? Let me know in the in the comments section. Like the video, please. If you're watching right now, if you're tuning in on replay, please like it, too. And one other thing real quick before we get started, make sure that you uh, go to Rumble.com. If you're watching this on any other streaming platform besides Rumble, I need you to go over to Rumble. Rumble is where we're at right now. We are trying to dismantle YouTube. I have a backup YouTube channel, but I already got strikes because you know the stuff that I be talking on this channel too base, too real, too Christian. You know what I'm saying? And they don't like that on YouTube, as you know, the communists. So, uh, but on the other channels that I got, that I'm broadcasting to right now, Twitch, Twitter, uh, whatever. I got I'm on, I'm on like six of them or something like that right now. But if you're over there, please go over to Rumble and uh, subscribe to the channel. Rumble.com/pro17. Subscribe, like the video and sign up there. We are making a movement here. Three channels deleted off YouTube. We're trying to build this rumble channel up, get the truth out. And again, uh, if there's any other patriot, conservative, Christian people that are watching this video or come across my content, I would like to know what your content is because I really want to start finding other new alternative sources of, uh, podcasting. I'm sick and tired of the, of the establishment whack ones on YouTube. I mean, we already talked about how I've, dis- I've, uh, Unsubscribed from Daily Wire a while back. Uh, you know, we don't like Ben Shapiro. He's a, he's a damn fraud. Um, Brandon Tatum. All these other fake-ass ones and anybody, Tim Pool, all these people that want to bite their tongue for the sake to get a paycheck. I don't care about the money. I care about the truth, and I care about repping for Jesus Christ, and I care about America first, as anybody should be if you're an American. OK, so again, give me your information. Hit me up with the DM. Let me know if you got a podcast of your own that I'd like to support. I'd also like to, um, you know, show you some love. Uh, show me some love. if You can hit up pro one seven dot com when you get a chance. Check out some of the merch. Small family business that I run with my wife. We do some other kind of things, custom shirts and all that kind of stuff, too. All right. So God bless you guys for rocking with me. Let's get into the stuff today. I hope everybody's doing great. Uh, I'm doing fantastic, feeling really energized, man. It's funny how we go through these states of like being black-pilled and getting back energized and getting black-pilled. But you know what always helps? It's the power of prayer, man. And spending time with your family. I can't stress that enough. And that's the reason why these demons are trying to break up the nuclear family, man. Because there's actually God there. That's where God resides, right? God, father, wife, children. Amen? Yes or no? God bless you guys, man. <laughs> Let's go, man. Let's get into it. So let's talk about Joe Biden right now, what's going on with this whole uh, situation. Um, With the Joe Biden, DOJ, FBI apparently are in some trouble here, uh, but I'm going to kind of believe it when I see it, when I see the action actually taken. But for the sake of this, let's go ahead and just get into the, uh, let's just go get into the story and then we'll break it down a little bit more as we go. All right. All right, bear with me here, let me pull it up. Okay, so let's bring this up right here. This is the thing that was going viral basically today uh Twitter that everybody was talking about. Everybody has this up on their profile picture or on their Twitter page today. Uh I'm going to read it real quick. If you haven't read it, let's just read it really quick. This is to uh Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray, two of the deep state operatives as you know, Christopher Ray, FBI head, Merrick Garland, DOJ head. We have uh received legally Protected and highly credible, unclassified whistleblower disclosures. Based on those disclosures, it has come to our attention that the Department of Justice and the Federal Bureau of Investigation possess an unclassified FD 1023 form that describes an alleged crime involving the then Vice President Biden and a foreign national relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh, It has been alleged that the document includes a precise description of how the alleged criminal scheme was employed, as well as its purpose. Based on the alleged specificity within the document, it would appear that the DOJ and the FBI have enough information to determine the truth and accuracy of the information contained within it. However, it remains unclear what steps, if any, were taken to investigate the matter. Exactly. Why haven't you done anything, Department of Justice, FBI? This is the thing that's driving us American first patriots absolutely bonkers. Why haven't you done anything? The significant public interest in assessing the FBI's response to this information, as well as growing concern about the DOJ and the FBI's track record of allowing political bias to infect their decision-making process, necessitate exacting congressional oversight. Let's go. So, the DOJ and the FBI appear to have valuable, verifiable information that you have failed to disclose to the American people. Therefore, Congress will proceed to conduct an independent and objective review of this matter free from those agencies' influence from Chuck Grassley and James Comer. Boom. What y'all think about that? What do you guys think about that? I want to know. Now here's my here's my first reaction. First, it was, like, "Oh yeah, all right, we're gonna get him this time." But doesn't that sound the same way that these fools were talking about? Oh, we got Trump this time. We're talking about the establishment again. We're talking about the deep state, the uniparty. How can they really prosecute these people other than a military tribunal or something like that? How, how how do you prosecute the the biggest sheriff in the nation, the federal sheriff of the Department of Justice, Merrick Garland? How do we get him to cooperate? And does Congress have enough balls? I mean, I like Chuck Grassley and I like Comer, man. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's possible. Are they compromised? Are they bought too? We talked about the corporatocracy at the, intro, uh, at the introduction of this video. Is it possible that Grassley could not be sold out? I mean, again, when we talk about the Republican Party, they're always, they're always the feckless one. Well, I'm going to send you a strongly worded letter, right? That's what they say. That's what they do. They don't ever end up doing anything. Because, again, they're the uniparty. They're all together on one big game, okay? So there's not right or left Republican, Democrat anymore. It's America first, patriots versus the establishment, communists, right? So if this is to go anywhere, uh, we need to see some action immediately. Now, I saw in another clip, which I don't have available here, that on May 10th, they have to respond to this uh, apparent subpoena from Congress, from Chuck Grassi. So this is going to open up a can of worms, okay? if it comes through to be true. But now my other question that I, again I want some I want some uh ideas from you guys in the comments. What do you guys think about it because it this to a certain extent is nothing new because don't we already have the Hunter Biden laptop? So if we already have the Hunter Biden laptop and we and we already had Tony Bobulinski's information, right? You remember that 2020 October surprise? If we already had his information verifying that he was the big guy getting 10% the kickbacks and all that, we already have uh, Quid Pro Joe on live television talking about the Burisma situation. So none of this stuff is like new information. We already know that they're dirty. So what what is the difference, honestly, between this particular new whistleblower and the information that we already had through Rudy Giuliani and the laptop and all the information that's contained on the laptop? One minor difference here, I mean, again, from the mainstream media spin is saying that, well, the other ones had involved, uh, Hunter Biden, not so much Joe Biden, even though, again, Tony Bobolinsky had all that information on, uh, Mr. Brandon himself, Joe Biden, correct? But that what happened? What happened to Bobolinsky? Is he, is he in a ditch somewhere? Or is he buried next to Jimmy Hoffa? Okay, And then you have the other story about the other whistleblower recently that just ended up going missing. You remember that? I I touched on that in another video about a week ago. You try to blow the whistle against these people, you go up missing. Now, is it possible that this guy that went missing, maybe this is the guy that they have at the DOJ? Just a lot of different speculation. And again, we have to give it some time to develop and find out what's actually going on. But it's it's really hot on Twitter right now. It's blowing up. If you guys haven't seen that, I think it's a, a really interesting topic to talk about. Um, and again, when you watch other these truthers uh, like X-22 on Rumble, and we know there's a lot of people that seem to believe that Trump and some uh, military generals are in control here and are letting the Biden administration and these swamp creature demons hang themselves. And the public has to see it, which I do kind of agree with. Right. Doesn't that kind of make sense? Think about what would have happened in uh, 2020 or the inauguration of Joe Biden. And even though all the stuff is actually corrupt with Joe Biden, as we know, us patriots and people that pay attention to politics, know the 2020 election was stolen. We know that for a fact. OK, we know that Joe Biden is dirty as hell and all that. Right. But what if that was the case and Trump had the ability with these generals in the military behind him to arrest Joe Biden at the inauguration, like Q said, for example, if that would have happened, that would have looked really, really bad. And all these people and the narratives from the media and all these leftist idiots that are uninformed and only listen to Rachel Maddow, they would have went on their rant about, Hey, hey, uh, look at, see, see, Trump is a Nazi. Trump is a dictator. He's taking power. He lost the election. So their contention, and I kind of tend to agree with it, is that, well, Biden had to get into office, run the system the way Trump was warning everybody that they were going to do, uh, and show, the Marxist communist tactics show the America last policy. Show how he was going to destroy the country. Show the corruption come out through these leaks that you're seeing going around and all this kind of things. Even though the mainstream media is not covering it, the truth is still getting out there. They're they're breaking down. The establishment's breaking down to the point where they have to silence even their own best analysts on Fox News, Tucker Carlson, which again is just illustrating how much of the deep state and uniparty that they really actually are. There is no free media press anymore other than independent journalism on rumble and other, you know, true, their channels, true social and Twitter, Twitter files being released, all these things that are coming out. It seems like there is some sort of method to the madness. And it seems like there is a reason. I'm going to show you why I think that too, in regard to Trump here, because he had an interview with Greg Kelly on Newsmax just a week ago. And it kind of sounds like he's, He's giving a kind of a, uh, a, uh, I don't know, a preview onto what's happening today. It's, it's funny how Trump will say something and then a couple of days later it'll start happening, but Trump can't be the one to expose it. You understand? The public, Americans have to see it on their own. They got to be waking up on their own. You know what I mean? They kind of have to be red pilled on their own because we, like I do on this channel, can preach, you know, the gospel all day long to uh, all these people. Uh, we could, we could, we could preach the gospel to all these people about the Trump, and he's not a bad guy. And he's actually the America first patriot. Biden's the criminals. The media is overrun. We're living in a banana republic. All that. We could, we could say that and, and, and provide people facts, but they have to come to the realization on their own. They have to see it as, and, and, and the light bulb has to turn on on their own. And I think the way it's unfolding right now is that they are going to start having to see that. If you could tell by the polls, Democrats don't want them. Biden, uh, Democrats don't want him. Obviously, independents don't want him. They're leaning more towards Trump. The only people that if you can kind of really tell that hate Trump right now are who? Obviously, the leftists on the mainstream media and stuff, they hate him, right? The left, the Democrats, of course, they hate Trump, but also the establishment rhino Republicans don't want Trump, and then therefore, they're handlers in the, in the truth or quote-unquote independent private journalist realm like the Daily Wire, okay? Like Brandon Tatum, like Anthony B. Logan, like all these fake-ass commentators all right even matt thought, well well, it doesn't matter what i care about is how we have to win what does it matter if we win as a republican party if we're all part of the same unit party with the democrats anyway it's not about just winning dude if we're gonna go out we need to go out swinging right we're gonna go down swinging we're not gonna stand there and take a fastball right down the middle if we're going to go down, it's got to be with somebody that we know is going to try to get America back on track and put these deep state uh, demons in jail. And I and I really believe the only person that's going to do that is Donald Trump. Let me know if I'm wrong. I don't know. Am I crazy? I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> I want to play that video that I was just talking to you about here. Let me pull it up on my screen. <clears throat> All right, it's right here. So this is the video from Chip Kelly. This is a little snippet here that I wanted to play for y'all that talks about that, what I'm saying. So a small group of people who are very smart, very radical left, probably Marxists, are running the country into the ground. Okay, so let's watch this from Trump. And again, this was, look at the date here, April 25th. And then all of a sudden, now the DOJ and FBI gets exposed from a whistleblower. I don't know, man. There might be some 5D chess type thing going on here. Let's watch. Who's running
1: the country right now? It doesn't seem to be Joe Biden. Susan Rice, I hear, just left. But, you know, there are other people. Who who do you think is running the country? I think it's a little group, a small group of people that are very smart, very radical left, probably Marxists, and they're running our country into the ground. And they're using uh, law enforcement and they're using uh, the DOJ and the FBI as retribution, something that has never happened anywhere near what's going on right now. What they're doing in terms of DOJ, FBI, law enforcement uh, to politics is nobody's ever seen anything like it. I mean, there has never been a this is Marxism. This is communism. What they're doing, if it doesn't stop. I mean, look, our country's in serious trouble anyway. But that is something and that's the way they're going to try and win the elections, by the way, because they can't win. They can't win the elections. Their policies are horrible. Nobody wants open borders. Nobody wants 15 million people, because I really believe that's the real number. By the end of this year, I believe we will let through over a short period of time, 15 million. That's bigger than New York. 15 million people. Nobody wants these things. Nobody wants high taxes, high interest rates, high energy prices. Nobody wants that. You can't win on those issues. The only way you can win is by cheating. And what they're doing now is they're weaponizing law enforcement in order to cheat, just like they did the whole mail-in thing, and they'll continue to do that, but they're weaponizing law enforcement in order to cheat. It's frankly the only way
0: they can win because their policies are losers. Boom, there you go, my man, Donald J. Trump. What y'all think, man? The guy is, is a common sense type man, and what I love about him, he's not a politician. And again, I'm not trying to cape for Trump or ride him, but look, you have to be honest with yourself. What other person is saying the things that he's saying? Everybody else is out for a book deal. All these other Republican candidates that are running for president, they they know they ain't going to win. They're just doing it to get money, to get their book deal, to get notoriety, whatever, get on the talk show circuit. Even Larry Elder, man, I'm a big Larry Elder fan, but come on, man. What are you you doing trying to run for president, dog? You know, again, you know, I guess I can't hate and knock the hustle, but it's just a waste of money and campaign finance for all these people that are going to be trying to run against Trump, even DeSantis, if that was the case. But again, I, I kind of have a feeling that they're going to do last minute thing and sneak attack and DeSantis is going to be on the same ticket with, um, with, with Donald Trump. Can you imagine that? Boo. All-star team. So there you go. So I, I think that, um, Trump said it there about the DOJ and the FBI and the Marxist and the deep state. And this is why even Mitch McConnell and all these other people really, really cannot despise this man. Because again, they're they're their one uniparty special, you know, corporatocracy champagne brunch dinner that they've been living on for the last fifty years in DC is about to come to an end. I hope. I hope. I pray <laughs> for America. Cause look, man, if, if not, we are we are done. If if somehow these Uniparty demons Win this election in 2024, country's over. I mean, it might already be over. I don't know. But I, if, if 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 we don't get this victory in 2024, it's a wrap. America is done. And uh, where's the Patriots at? We're going to have to go 1776. Amen, yes or no? Who's going to go 1776? No? Yes? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, come on, man. And uh, speaking of that real quick, before I move on to the next thing, I just want to say something. I I watch uh, uh, Sons of Liberty also on Rumble. Great, great podcast, man. Great biblical Christian uh, patriot stuff. He talks about that too. And I may mention on this channel as well with the David and Goliath analogy. I think we have this misnomer or misunderstanding rather that as Christians, that we're not supposed to do anything, that we're not supposed to fight and stand up for our rights and for our country, that we're just supposed to sit here and just walk around and, and just pray and not do anything and just kind of lay on us, lay on our hands and we're being abused. Do you understand they're killing babies in the womb by the by the hundreds of thousands? Okay? And when we obviously see that the, the government is corrupt and voting doesn't seem to be making much of a difference, I ask you, as a patriot, what are you willing to do? Just curious. What are you willing to do? What is the hill that you're gonna die on? You're gonna wait until they come take your kid away from you and want to chop his penis off? before you actually get up and do something instead of listening to Sean Hannity all day? No, no, just a question, food for thought, man. You know, at what point do we come and defend the country and defend the honor of God and Jesus Christ, man? This whole country is an abomination to the Lord right now. So again, are we fighting for for righteousness and truth? Or are we just going to sit back and just, just let them just, you know, whip on us? because the bible is very clear about those things and everybody brings up that passage of oh well vengeance is mine yes it is but but there's also plenty of passages where men have to go out and do the work and men have fought wars for their, uh uh the honor of god yes or no in the bible so i don't know you let me know what you think about that um there's something else I wanted to play on this. Okay, I wanted to play this uh, little clip here from, from John Fitton, Tom Fitton. Uh, just a quick little video clip, but he talks about the same thing here with the deep state and everything going on with that. I thought, I thought it was very interesting. Let's watch it quick. Why Biden should be nervous about the new whistleblower, all right? Let's watch this.
1: We need the clean house at the Justice Department. We need the clean house at the FBI uh, that enables all of this. I guess, you know, the FBI is angry because they finished their investigation a year ago. Of course, the FBI also corrupted the investigation they supposedly finished a year ago. So all these deep state bureaucrats are pointing their fingers at each other over this corruption. And um, I tell you, uh, we're we're facing a rule of law crisis uh, in so many ways here. We need the clean house.
0: So, so, yeah, I agree with that. Man, We are facing a rule of law crisis. And again, this is a constitutional republic, not a democracy, which means that We are supposed to be governed by the morality and ethics of of goodness, which is where law comes from, from God. That whole concept of law is a godly concept. Okay, And so we're supposed to be a constitutional republic, which the individual is protected by the rule of law. If the rule of law no longer exists in the country, then we no longer have a constitutional republic. These people keep talking about a democracy. A democracy leads to tyranny. Yes or no? We are not a democracy, but yet even on Fox News during these elections, what's the big what's the big word on the Chiron when you're watching the counts come in during the 2020 election and the 2022 election? Democracy, democracy, democracy. Brainwashing tactics. That's not what we are in this country. They're trying to make it like this. They, I don't know who they is or are. I say it's the demons, I think it's the devil, the, the system of this world is run by the devil, Satan himself. But as far as individuals, I don't know who it is. Could be Xi Jinping. I don't know. Could be Barack Obama sitting in the basement. Who knows? Could be, uh, you know, could be the Rothschilds. Could be George Soros. Could be a combination of all of them. Could be all of them. But we, the people, need to start doing something and stop just like sitting on our heels here. I'm telling you, if we don't do something this this time uh, to get this election thing right here, I mean, just think of the lengths that they had to go through by inventing a fake disease, scamdemic, 99.999 something (laughs) survival rate. But we shut down the whole damn country. For what exactly? Oh, but, oh, there's no flu this year. Fauci actually said, oh, there's no flu. Zero flu cases, the, the same amount of people that died from, from COVID allegedly was the same amount of number that would die annually through the flu. But there's no flu this year. You don't find that suspicious? <laughs> it's a joke, man. Um, okay, yeah, so let's get off of that. So That's all I wanted to say about that topic. Thanks for rocking with me, man. So let me know what you guys think about that. I I I really think that the DOJ and the FBI should be in trouble from this whistleblower. They should be. Are they, is anything going to really happen from it? I don't really know, but they should be according to this subpoena. I hope it's real. I don't know. Republicans don't ever do nothing to these Democrats. you know. So I'm not going to hold my breath until I see some action. But the writing on the wall with a combination of factors, like I said, with, with Trump saying the things that he said in his interview and in his speeches on True Social, when you're seeing the leaks that are coming out now, when you're starting to see more of these particular people uh in these leftist organizations start to want to resign uh you you know i mean there just seems to be this kind of thing going on underneath the thing uh underneath the scenes that we can't see that might be you know giving us some hope i don't know i'm trying to stay positive (laughs) i'm just trying to stay positive man at the very least you know i mean i'm obviously a realist as well but there is some kind of like Things beneath the surface that kind of seem that like could be happening in our favor for America First Patriots. So I don't know. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Anyways, God bless you guys. Thanks for rocking with me, man. Ronnie B, Pro17 Thoughtcast. Hit that like button, yo. Comment if you like. Let me know what you think about the stories. Okay. And uh, speaking of Biden, man, I want to talk about this. If you look, if you watch my thumbnail today, uh, you'll see that I had a uh, thing about the military and the, and the, and the Biden administration in America because that's really the topics that I want to talk about. Uh, you know, starting, of course, with uh, the DOJ and the FBI. And I, I think that would have to be some sort of military trial held in order to convict these people for, you know, um, for, uh, what, what, would be the court case called? Um, aiding and abetting, abetting of, uh, the criminal syndicates and, uh, uh aiding and abetting of Joe Biden's criminal stuff since they're not going to prosecute them, even though they have all the evidence and witness testimony and they're not going after Biden, you know, so they should be thrown in jail as well, right? So it's up to the military to do that. And then speaking of the military, all of a sudden now you got Joe Biden here talking about he wants to deploy 1,500 troops to the U.S.-Mexico border because there's a crisis. Oh, now there's a crisis? (laughs) Now now you're saying there's a crisis when, like, you heard in the opening intro from Donald Trump in that speech that 15 million people have already come across the border. My video yesterday, I showed you all that stuff about uh, how even CNN has all these working-age adults sitting in El Paso, Texas. Plenty of stories recently of these uh, illegal people coming over here, robbing and killing people. But now all of a sudden, it's okay. So the Biden regime is planning to send 1,500 troops to the U.S.-Mexico border in anticipation of the surge of migrants following the lifting of the pandemic area restrictions, according to the three administration officials. But he says the troops will not be involved in law enforcement activities, but instead would focus on administrative tasks to the U.S. customs and border control agents. Now, I want to say something else real quick about this. I heard a uh, rumor. I don't know if this is true or not. Y'all let me know that, uh, that when the, when the people come through the border, they ask them if they're going to pay taxes. They ask the illegal aliens when they come through, I said, are you willing to, are you coming to work? And of course they're going to say yes. If they say no, they're going to say, well, say yes, you know, whatever. And if they say yes, that they give them a social security number. Okay. So then they could take that social security number and go to the DMV and get an ID. And then when you have an ID, like a California state ID, which over here, you know, we got plenty of illegal aliens driving around with no auto insurance and stuff, crashing into, <laughs> crashing into you with an 84 Corolla. <laughs> with, no, with no rims and no hubcaps and a muffler falling off and no car insurance. Breaking down on a 405 in the fast lane. <laughs> Running out of gas anyway. <laughs> but these people are coming in here and they're, giving, they're giving, being given a social security number at the border by these corrupt people at the border control. Do you think that that might be the thing that he said there that the, 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 the border patrol agents are going to start doing administration tax type things and, and getting people in. I mean, apparently we've lost 85,000 kids that have come across the border, but we know about the sex trafficking worldwide syndicate stuff. And again, they're not investigating any of that stuff. So that's what kind of leads me to be a little bit, mm, not so encouraged or enthusiastic about this potential whistleblower when we already have all this evidence against the Biden administration. So again, I do hope it comes down to some kind of a whirlwind of a of a, a public hanging. We need to do that for treason. This treasonous president, this treasonous D.C. corrupt swamp politicians, we need to see some sort of a public hanging right on the White House lawn, bro. Straight up, old school. String them up, Allegedly. I think we need to see something like that. I think that would, you know, kind of <laughs> stop any of these swamp politicians from doing it. And and, and again, one more thing: how, how can you make somebody flip on somebody? You got to punish them. You got to punish somebody that's lower level. Maybe not right at Joe Biden. Maybe not right at Hillary Clinton, obviously. But you need to punish somebody that's a little bit lower, and then they'll write on the one that's higher, and it goes up and up and up and up. Right? Hasn't anybody watched any mafia movies? <laughs> right? Doesn't anybody watch any crime dramas? You pinch the little drug dealer, he doesn't want to go to jail, and he reports on the higher up and higher up right? I mean, I don't know. It seems like it's really easy to do, but they just nobody wants to do it because everybody's compromised and everybody's bought and paid for. But, you know, the army's supposed to be uh, you know, holding the Constitution first, just like all these politicians and judges are supposed to. We saw the judges not do anything about this during the 2020 election. They were all scared. Nobody has any balls. Millie in the the military and stuff, talking about equity and, and white rage and all this crap. DEI, critical race theory in our military. So with that being said, like the military is actually having a problem getting recruits now. And I understand that. As much as everybody here, well, I don't want to say everybody, but as much as these woke college people and professors and these damn Marxists and colleges that are teaching this thing about racism and uh, transphobia and uh, homophobia and all this bullcrap, they always want to try to dump on the cis, normal, heterosexual white male. But let me tell you something, man. The heterosexual white male, who do you think makes up the majority of our military? who do you think actually fights for the country i mean yes we have different kind of ethnicities that are in the military obviously but who's the majority just like who's the majority of population in the united states and so again when with the combination of the covid jab restrictions purging out purging purging them out of the police departments purging them out of the doctor's office. If you don't take the jab, you lose your job. They want to see who are going to be the compliant SS, Hitler-esque type Nazi soldiers that do what they're told when they try to put you in a gulag or a concentration camp. The based American, normal, heterosexual white males were the ones that were honestly holding down this country. I mean, where's all the black men at? I mean, I'm, I'm being absolutely 100 here. Yes, there are some, and there's a lot. There's there's good American black patriots. I'm, I'm not I'm not denying that, but the majority are white men, the white boys in the, mid, in the Midwest. Dude, those are the ones that come out and fight and join the army, usually, right? But they've been alienated, not only by this Biden administration, but they've been alienated by the whole society in general. Why would you want to go and fight for a country that wants to sh- wants to crap on you? I almost said the S word. I didn't say. Why would you want to fight for a country that wants to dump on you and poop on you? So there's no wonder that we're having these issues amongst others, which I want to touch on here on this story right here. So this is from the Post Millennial too. The U.S. Army is expected to miss recruitment goal again in 2023. They missed it last year as well. Not enough people are signing up to the military because why would they? Why would they? You want... You want to have some sort of inclusive gay people in the military. You want to have women in the military. So you so you lower the standards. You lower the standards for these women. They can't even do two damn pull-ups or five push-ups, but you want to put them in the military. You've already seen the disaster that that is in the police departments. It's no disrespect to women. We love you. I love my women in America. I love y'all. You guys are the earth of God. You know what I'm saying? But you're not cops. (laughs) You're not soldiers. Y'all can do other things. You ain't ain't fighters. I mean, yeah, you're going to fight with me about washing them dishes. (laughs) You're going to fight with me about taking the trash out. But as far as like shooting guns and hand-to-hand combat... It's just it's just not the business. That's not going to work out, man. Women should not be in the military fighting. They should not be police officers. You know, who should be police officers, young, strong men, predominantly the the most majority of the population, which got us over the hump in World War Two and all these wars. Amen. Yes or no. It's the white males. And if you look on the screen here, we're just not getting those anymore. Military said we're doing everything we can to get as close as possible, but we are going to fall short. Let's a little. The Army has made it known that it will come up short of its recruiting goal of 65,000 new soldiers. The number of young Americans who have interest in enlisting is apparently shrinking per Military.com. However, other branches of the U.S. military are also at risk of coming up short of their recruiting goals. The Army reportedly came up with 15,000 active duty members short of their goal last year. We covered that on this channel. The Army National Guard is even in worse shape with its struggle to bring in new recruits as well as retaining those who enlist. And again, how are you going to retain those that enlist when you're going to dump on them because they voted for Donald Trump? And they act like they don't know why this is happening. Again, this is intentional. This is the intentional destabilization of America, starting with our military. Well, actually starting with taking God out of everything, number one. Breaking up the nuclear family, the Frankfurt School Doctrine that I talk about all the time. I'm going to have to replay that video for you all that are new to my content. Two years ago, I got a video on the group that shall not be named and all that kind of stuff with Solalinski and all that. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But when they're getting dumped on as being a heterosexual person, being dumped on for voting for Donald Trump and being dunked and being dunked on for not wanting to take an experimental vaccine, which we now know is actually poison and a bioweapon. Of course, you're going to have trouble retaining those who enlist intentionally. That's what you, that's what you want to do. Isn't it? There was reportedly a struggle to balance domestic and overseas missions. Here's the part I wanted to get to, of course, right here on the top, it says uh space force is doing good. Of course, you know, because you got the people that play video games and they say, oh, well, can I go to be in Space Force? It'll be like I'm playing Nintendo 64. Oh, I just dated myself. <laughs> I said Nintendo 64. <laughs> um, which also happens to be the smallest bench. But here's the point. I, and I talked to my son about this right here, man, because, you know, we, we've been guilty of this post-COVID, man, being out of shape. But I want you to read this right here. However, Army leaders have noted that it's not only the number of enlistments that are low. But there are only about 23% of Americans between the age of 17 and 24 who are eligible to serve. Only 23% of young Americans. And what would that be right there in that age bracket? That's that Gen Z that we talk about here, right? That's that Gen Z. 17 to 24 range. hmm The ones that are talking about systemic oppression and, and the racist white supremacy. Trump is a Nazi, right? These indoctrinated kids out of college, fresh out of college. Young kids coming up through the public indoctrination factories called high school. They're not eligible to serve. Many potential applicants fail to pass the military's SAT-style entrance exam, so they're too stupid, which is why they follow the Democratic Party left and, and are on their Instagram page more concerned with the newest Kardashian video instead of concerned with reading any books of substance, namely the Bible. But anyway, and, or they are too overweight to qualify for enlistment. That's the problem. That's the problem. We have gotten to the point where there's just too many fat, stupid, indoctrinated young people. In America right now. And that is partially because of COVID. I know that that did a number on a lot of us. If you have kids, that was a really rough time for us. But it, also, it but for a lot of us, it opened our eyes to homeschooling and uh, doing, you know, the things that you should do being be more hands-on as a parent. And especially physically, we kind of sleep on the physical education. That's something that me and my son have been working on very diligently the last month, man. We got to get, you know, we're both getting a little bit thick in the tummy, man. Out of shape. We got to get back in there. You know, we think about the spiritual, we think about the intellectual. We sleep on the physical, though, a lot. You know, we forget about that. We forget about that, can't forget about that. That's what these enemies of ours want. I and mean, when you consider military type top type topics, right? They want a weak military. Meanwhile, China and Russia, you know, they got them doing drills twenty four seven, right? They're they're building up their army. We can't even get enlistments in our army. Because who are you going to enlist? All these crybaby whining people that are the same people that are that are crying about taking your individual gun rights away. Because they saw a video from David Hogg or Pink on a commercial break from them watching uh, leftist mastectomy videos. Telling them, hey, to cut their boobs off and all the way. Yeah, the 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 racist white boy Republicans are the ones that are causing you all this trouble in your life. So we should take their guns away. We just had a shooting today in Atlanta. Same thing. Oh, let's let's get, let's have more gun reform. Let's let's get the guns away from the people. Again, the shooting happened where? In Atlanta, Georgia, in a, in a in a particular facility with a gun-free zone. There's not supposed to be any guns there. Hello, McFly. Of course, there shouldn't be any guns there. There's not going to be any guns in a gun-free zone. So, where do the shooters go shoot? It's not rocket science. People are stupid, man. It pisses me off sometimes. Anyway, dog barking in the back. Sorry about that. Uh, Says the outlet reportedly that 20% of all male recruits and 40% of all females are too heavy to be eligible for enlistment, which makes it difficult to pass the physical fitness portion of their training. This fits the statistical fact that approximately 30.7% of all Americans are overweight, which happens which often has to do with nutrition and lack of exercise, which we just touched on. Okay. So that is, that is a major problem, man. Uh, I think that we need to get that in check, uh, as American citizens, man, let's not sleep on the physical, man. Uh, let's, let's get our kids running, doing some sort of physical activity out there, shooting basketball, running around, jumping jacks, doing something. We got to do something. All right. So, uh, God bless you guys for rocking with me right here. Let's stay on the military topic right now when it comes to this stuff. I got one other thing that we got to talk about that was going kind of viral right now. <laughs> and, of course, it's this idiot right here. U.S. Navy enlists drag queen influence to attract wide range of troops in the mid-recruitment drop. So, again, so what? So what is the problem here? They want to recruit these type of people. Don't you think that's going to turn off the red-blooded American white cis males that would normally sign up to fight for our beautiful country of America. We're not having that anymore because now the culture and society deems them as a pariah while propping up this on your screen, this degenerate demon stuff, this degenerate POS abomination to the Lord drag queen influencer. Okay. And the Navy is behind him. (laughs) Look at the picture. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, The drag queen, (laughs) Harpy Daniels, who is an active duty sailor named uh, Yeoman Second Class Joshua Kelly, announced in November that the U.S. Navy asked him to become the first, quote, Navy digital ambassador whose goals are to attract the most talented and diverse workforce. Why does it have to be this thing? (laughs) Why do we need talented, diverse? individuals in the military we need killers bro we need killers in the military killers we need people that are going to you know slice somebody's neck and hand-to-hand combat they're gonna you know that's gonna snipe some some enemy from 100 yards boom that's gonna throw a grenade into a bunker of people and kill 15 you know what i'm saying we need people that have some war ability and, and a quick anecdotal note, I just gotta say this real quick, man. I, I met this kid, I was driving Uber and I met this kid, he was a uh on leave from the army, man. He was telling me he was a young black kid, man, in Englewood, dude. He was cool as hell. And we got to talking and stuff about life and the military and politics and all that. And he was telling me that he was in Iraq and he done dirt. Like he's a he's a machine expert and a weapons expert. Kid was like twenty-two, man. And uh he was telling me how he was killing Iraqis and stuff like that. And he goes, you know what? He's like, sometimes we had to do some things that I'm not proud of, but you know, we get trained to not even think about it. He had like no remorse. He's just like cold. Okay. Now I, 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 I feel for these guys, but you know what? These are, these men are a necessity to the freedom of our country. If we don't have men that are killers, dude, young men that are coming up that are willing to do that, do that dirt and be about that life, then we end up with this in our military and you think you think Xi Jinping or or Putin or whoever that we go up against you think they're gonna be scared about this you think they're gonna be scared about this are these fat kids that are that can't even like do a pull-up or push-up they can't even make it into ba they can't even get past basic training you think the the Chinese military is actually worried about them you're worried about Harpy Daniels instead of the kid that I just told you about that's doing that that's that's blowing up People in Iraq, including like civilians, because that's what they have to do sometimes. You know, I don't know. But let's watch the video here, man, because this this had me tripping when I first saw it. So I was like, man, we got to share this. And again, this is where we're at in America. That's why I'm telling you, man, we need to get Trump back. He's already talked about how he's trying how, trying to get them trends out of the military uh you know Biden came in his first day and, and signed all those executive orders to reverse a bunch of stuff that Trump had did that was positive for America cuz again they're trying to destroy the country it's intentional so let's watch this US Navy enlist drag queen influencer to become digital ambassador <laughs> Lord help me lord help me let's go I hear the train of It's rolling around the bed. And and I- man no no (laughs) come on man what are we doing (laughs) we're a disgrace we're a disgrace to the world we are a disgrace i forgot who i was watching they said that uh we don't even have any national export anymore our national export is this gay stuff we got, we got gay degeneracy. That's our national export now. Who would want to do, who would want to like be involved with this country? If I didn't live here and I didn't love the America, you know, the people of America, not the government leadership, but if I don't love America, I'd be up out too. But this, I mean, we're still the freest place and the best place to be for now. For now. And I wonder how many patriots out there are going to keep it that way, are willing to do what is necessary to keep it this way. That's who we got recruiting for soldiers. The last segment thing that I just did about showing you the the enlistments are down because the people that are of war fighting age are too fat and too stupid and too indoctrinated and don't even want to fight. The ones that do want to fight, the young white, young white boys in the middle of the country that y'all elitists want to call the flyover countries, you guys have totally discouraged them, and those are the ones that are predominantly our soldiers, man. When's the last time you seen a drag queen as a Navy SEAL swimming through the... Th- <laughs> Can you, you're going to have a drag queen, you know? <laughs> you have this guy, you know, being a Navy SEAL, holding his breath, <laughs> going to go kill Saddam Hussein or uh, Osama Bin Laden? Come on, man. Come on, man. Never play with God. So there you go, man. What do you, <laughs> you think about that? It's a rhetorical question. You know, I I know what you think about that. You got to think it's disgusting like I do. That's an absolute disgrace. That's an absolute disgrace, man. So that's what that's where we're at right now in America. I hope you're happy. I hope you guys are happy, you DEICRT people that are looking for equity. We're going to end uh F around and find out. With China and already all their, you know, alleged police stations and military operations that are already implanted here on U.S. soil. <laughs> Which is the reason why they're trying to take the guns away from God-fearing American citizens. Law-abiding American citizens. It's an absolute disgrace, dude. <laughs> absolute disgrace. Oh my goodness, man. That gets me riled up. I can't believe we're at we're the state right now in America. Um I want to talk about the natural gas thing, but before I do that, I want to cover something that I forgot yesterday. I ran out of time because we're, we're we're talking about the the degeneracy and stuff of the of American society and of Western culture, which includes Europe, you know, the G seven states, the countries. Um but they're all falling apart. They're all falling apart. Europe is falling apart, London, all these all these places are just totally, you know, falling apart. They're all under the the thumb of these globalists, the World Economic Forum. The, 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 the elites, the cabal of demons. And uh, I wanted to play this video yesterday. And I didn't have a time, but now's a good time to play it. It's going to show you how the normal citizens think. And this is why, as a Western countries, we are totally vulnerable and susceptible to being destroyed and taken over, man. Because, you know, the fighting men that don't want to enlist in the army that I just talked about, the toxically masculine men are being called that. No, they're not toxically masculine. They're just men. They're just masculine. They just are what they are. You need killers in the military, bro. Killers, dude. Fearless. Like the ones that stormed the beach in World War II on Normandy, Omaha Beach. You know, they knew they were going to die, but they had to do it because they wanted to kill Nazis and they signed up. They couldn't sign up fast enough. Now you got all these people. Like, if the, if it really hit the fan, you think these, these transgenders and these gays and even these black people out here talking all this stuff about, uh, uh, uh systemic racism and oppression when the Chinese come over here to try to, to try to kill them and take over Compton and stuff and Inglewood you think they're going to get really get out there and fight and sign up for the military and and, and and go fight against them. They're going to be the first ones to try to join them. But this video right here is going to illustrate why, how we've gotten so far away. We've been indoctrinated over generations and generations to now where the people just think this, they have that kind of ideology about the transgenders, toxic masculinity. This video right here. It's going to be about a guy where this Karen comes up and is complaining to him about how he dresses his daughter in pink. First of all, it's none of your damn business. Get your own damn kids. But second of all, they are trying to intentionally destabilize the family unit and all sense of normalcy. Let's watch this video. Hey,
2: so you've come to my house to complain about my baby wearing pink.
0: I was just asking, really, why
2: you keep putting her in pink and not other colours? Well, traditionally, girls often wear pink. W- well, I think you'll find that was back in the day. I don't think it's today. I think you can wear any colour you want now. Well, no, you can. She she uh, just, uh, she, uh, doesn't just... She, ha- she, she has other, like, clothes as well, but her favourite colour is pink. Well, I've only ever seen her in pink, and I think that's... Not allowing her to have freedom of what, what gender freedom? she wants to be. But she, freedom. <laughs> well, she should be like, She's a baby. She's not a baby. She's a baby. She's two. She looks a lot older than that to me. But anyway... Well, hold a minute here. What's any of your concern? Well, it's my concern because I believe that the world has got better since we've got all this fluidity with genders and... Okay. the ...different types of genders now. Okay. And I think by dressing someone in pink... If if she doesn't want to be a girl when she's older, she wants to be a trans or transgender or whatever, then she'll have been dressed in pink and you would have confused her. So I think it's nicer to dress people in all different colours. I mean, she looked beautifully in yellow, wouldn't she? Let's well, be honest.
1: <laughs> well, yes, yeah, she's in yellow now. Hey, oh, baby.
2: I hadn't seen she was sorry, but she's got pink trousers on with rainbows on. Now I do like the rainbow. I definitely like the rainbows on her trousers. Now that's good. Okay. But okay. No.
1: Okay. Firstly, yeah, you're wearing pink glasses, okay?
2: <laughs> I think you'll find these are mauve. Are you colour blind or something? These are mauve. These mauve. Are not what colour are these, young lady? Yeah, she says pink. But they're not pink. They are mauve. Mauve. Mauve glasses.
1: Okay. So, so. And
2: actually, Mouse. they're blue inside. Mouse. So, a little bit of pink, mauve, and blue. Mouse. I've got all the colours, you see? Sorry. Much healthier. Much healthier Mouse. for the brain, the mindset. <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> I'm just a little bit baffled to, like, why you're actually here. I'm just asking why you keep dressing and in pink. I think you should give her more choices of colour. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But, she, she, how, however I want to dress her, okay, yeah? The way how I parent it is <laughs> nothing to do with you. Well, it is to do with me because I, I, I feel for people these days and I think they should have more choices of what colours they want to wear. But well, she's But
1: She's two. She's two. Well,
2: don't think it matters. I don't need to stop.
1: teach her about all this. She, she what is right? I uh, know, as I'm like, what is traditional is,
2: she's a girl, I'm a boy.
0: So, so there you go, uh, right there in the comments, man. Shout out to True Shore saying that, um, that this could be contrived. It could be, man. It could be contrived. Could be a clickbait. But I, I, I can't, I can't put this past these people nowadays. I mean, come on, look at what's going on in society, man. You don't think people would actually do that? I think some people in these cameras do it. You've seen during COVID with the masking, how people will come up to you talking about, stay away from me, you're not wearing a mask as they run up into your face. These people are delusional. So it could be staged, could be not, could be real. I don't know. But the fact that we even have to ask that question on some kind of content like that just goes to show you where we're at in society right now. And again, that's in England or something. It's not in America, but it's a Western country. And all these Western countries right now, again, have gotten away from the just the reality Right. We've gotten away from God. We've gotten away from the nuclear family. We've gotten away from <laughs> the basic biology of men and women. And now you got people trying to transition kids. I mean, I live in California. I live in Los Angeles. That's a real thing. I drive down Hollywood and, and, and downtown. You got drag queens driving around men with like full on beers driving around town. I drive by a couple of clubs in like Silver Lake and, uh, and Hollywood Boulevard uh, on Friday nights, man. And they got, you know, the transgenders are out and they look like demons. They look like space aliens. It's crazy. Hey, if you're an adult, you can do what you got to do. Just leave the kids alone. I think that's all that any of us ever want, right? That's the only complaint that any of us either ever say. So <laughs> anyway, thanks for rocking with me, man. Please like the video. Share it if you can, man. Ronabrumble.com slash pro one seven. If you're watching on the other streaming platforms, please go over to Rumble. We're trying to get this Rumble thing going off the ground. YouTube deleted three channels from me. We're done with the communist tube. Strictly on Rumble now, man. That's what we're trying to build up. The Rumble Channel. One last thing before we get out of here, man. I want to talk about this very quickly. Um, this is something that, again, we thought was uh, just some sort of a myth. It was hyperbole. New York becomes the first state to pass legislation banning the use of natural gas for heating and cooking. Now, y'all remember when this story came out a couple months back, right? They were saying, oh, that's not really going to happen. You stupid Republicans, conservatives, talking points. No, it's going to happen. Uh, The reason why they want to change all our cars to electric by 2030, 2035 is for control. I think we all understand that. But again, we have a lot of these normal people that just don't realize, you know, the extent of control that they're giving up to these people, their freedom that they're giving up. When gasoline is very cheap and you can be independent and drive your car for hundreds of miles on one tank of gasoline, imagine what happens when you have your electric car and they can shut it off with a cell phone because you posted a meme about Joe Biden. Same goes for gas, natural gas. Oh, you didn't, uh, you didn't, uh, you know, hail the, uh, Democrat socialist party. You, you talk bad about the democratic socialists. Well, we're going to cut your gas off in the winter so you can't heat your furnace and you can't heat your gas and you can't cook any food. I mean, this is up, uh, this is something that is not far fetched because they're already doing it in China, right? ESG. This is something that's already happening across the the communist plane here, and of course, it's going to happen in New York. And I live here in California, and they're trying to get it here with Gavin Sleazy Demon Ass Newsom. Uh, they're trying to you know convert all the cars to electric over here. I mean, we have the most charging stations, I believe, in the country here. And when you go out at night, all you see is like all these uh, hybrid Priuses and then a, a whole bunch of Teslas. I think we're probably the number one state for sales on those vehicles. But we have, we have blackouts and brownouts every, every summer here in Southern California because our infrastructure for the electricity can't even withstand people's air conditioners. And now you add in another, what, 5 million immigrants that probably came in over the last couple of years here to SoCal? And them housing and them running their air conditioners. And then you want to add what? Like another, what, 6 million electric car chargers across the state? And we have no infrastructure for that? Really, dude? It's not reality, man. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. That's like that movie. What was that movie Uh, with Tom Cruise? Was it War of the Worlds where the catalytic converter got shorted out of stuff and he fixed it? He had the only car. Get you some, hey, get you an old gas only car, man, with no electric shit. Fast and the Furious, remember that movie too? It's funny how they kind of tell you what they're going to do in these movies, right? But what's funny about this story here is, again, you know, to call to call a Democrat a uh, hypocrite is like calling water wet, right? I mean, come on, it just is what it is. As you can see here, it says right there, the Biden regime says that <laughs> said re- reports claiming that they were seeking to ban gas stoves is a conspiracy theory. Chuck Schumer went out of his way to chastise those concerns, saying, nobody has taken away your gas stove. Shameless and desperate MAGA Republicans are showing us they will cook up any distraction, pardon the pun, <laughs> to divert from real issues like American people once solved, like the debt ceiling. Okay, he just said that a couple months ago, bro. And here they go implementing this. And I have a buddy of mine that works in the construction industry out here in Los Angeles, and they're and they're doing the same thing out here. But it's kind of quiet under the table when they're building these new buildings and these new uh, these new apartment buildings out here in California and hotels and, ho- and and all this kind of stuff and big condominiums and everything. The developers are telling the con- the contractors that there are going to be no gas lines put in. They're building everything with electric, even here in California. And again, it's, it's where where is all the Marxism coming from? The coastal elites, correct? New York, Los Angeles. Okay, and so as we go, the rest of the country goes. So, like I said, I, I have mad respect to all y'all that served in the military, especially you white heterosexual males, yo, that are God fearing. You're my brother and sister in Christ. I don't care what your skin color is. What do we talk about on this channel? You're either in Christ or you're not in Christ. That's the only two factions of people that exist on this planet: in Christ or not in Christ. You're not black. You're not white. You're not lesbian. You're not transgender. Okay. You are in Christ or you're not. Period. Um, so anyway, that's that's enough about that story. I just wanted to touch on that just for a second. Um what about time? I'm about I'm about to do the thing. Hey, uh, true shorts, God bless you, man. Appreciate you, man. Uh, thanks, thanks for stopping by the channel, subscribe, share with your friends. I really appreciate it. God bless you. Um, I want to say one thing before I get out of here, man. Um, this, this whole video today, this live stream was kind of more touching on the military and stuff. But, um, like I said earlier, I, I watched the podcast on rumble, um, sons of Liberty. I really suggest you guys watch that. If you have Christian values and in your traditional American Patriot. And uh he talked about uh he's a brilliant guy, man. He he knows the Bible by memory pretty much. He just comes up with, with patches, uh we all should aspire to be diligent in the word as he is, but he was touching on today, which is something that I said earlier in this stream about how as Christians, man, we have allowed this to happen to our country. That we're not we're not fighting enough and fighting for righteousness. You know, we want to sit here and blame the government for being this way or blame the politicians. Um, at what point do we have to take responsibility and actually physically go out and do the work and correct the situation, man? And he brought up all these passages from the Old Testament about going to war and fighting for uh, for the honor of God. And that God demanded that Israel and, and the book of Jeremiah and I believe it was the book of Ezekiel. And another thing. he was going off the top and just listing off all these passages where, and even with Moses, that, that you know, you had to fight because God said so, because for the righteousness and upstanding of society, which is, you know, through God. I mean, we are made in the image of God. And all this degradation and sin that's going on across the country and throughout the world, we're just allowing it to happen. Again, like, people think that Trump is supposed to be this savior that's going to save us. He's not Jesus Christ, man. At some, at some point, we, the people are going to have to get out here and and fight for our freedom. We are going to go out have to go out here and and let people know that we are not going to stand for this degeneracy. I mean, do you understand they're murdering almost a million babies a year in the womb? Okay? And we're just standing by and allowing it. They're taking our rights away. We got January Sixers that are in jail for over two years for trespassing. There was a story about the one Jan Sixer lady who was just walking around and now they're going to give her 20 years. And again, that's why I say, you know, it's a uniparty. Where's the Republicans that are fighting for these people? We put these people into the office. They get lobbied by these corporations and, you know, for the sake of money, They'll just do what they do every single season, right? Every year they they push this eight thousand page omnibus package through that's bipartisan, that goes against the interests of the American people that we elected to put into office. This representative democracy government thing is not working. At what point do we do we do what it says in the founding documents and we establish a new government? That's just a question. When? How? Are we gonna do this? Like I say, there has to be a hill for you to die on. What is that hill to you? It's something that we all need to think about. What is the hill you're going to die on? I know for me, it's my kids. I want to leave a better future for my children. You know, Gen Alpha is going to be the ones I think that are going to probably have to save this country after us Gen Xers are gone. Because Gen Z, I mean, not all of them, but as a majority, man, they're they are they're gone, bro. Our military is gone. Our police, you know, they purged all of them through this COVID fake jab stuff. Those people should be strung up and hung too for crimes against humanity. Nuremberg 2.0. Will it happen? Who's going to make it happen when the people in the highest courts in the land are communist Marxists themselves. The department of justice, the biggest sheriff in the country is doing dirt on on the behest of Joe Biden. I don't know. Food for thought. Talk about it maybe tomorrow. (laughs) All right. Check out pro 17com Y'all please leave a like and a subscribe if you can. If God puts it on your heart to donate to the cause, man, I would like to make more content, but I have to get to work. I would like to make more videos and more content and share with you guys. And again, if any of you guys out there have content, I would love to be there to support your content and vice versa. Right. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to unite here and become more organized with our messaging and keep for the truth and the truth is jesus christ okay we are in a battle against evil now it is no longer a republican democrat situation we are in a battle of good versus evil and uh i'm looking for my brothers and sisters on the good side here all right so god bless you guys for watching the video Always remember that Pro 1-7 stands for Proverbs 1-7 in the scriptures, which reads, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Jesus says, Lord, y'all. God bless you. I'll be back tomorrow with some new content. Be safe out there. Peace. God bless.